Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasparian Nutrition Spokesmodel. And you are listening to the... All right, Alan, we're, we're, we're getting over our te- technical difficulties finally. Okay, deja vu, I'm back in the air. Yeah, so everyone uh, just call in because uh, now we can actually take the calls. <laughs> You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. If you try to remember, you will lose. Empty your mind. Be formed. Shape like water. All of the fighters that ever set foot on this planet, I'm the only world champion, United States national champion. I'm a two-time national college champion. I was never beating Cotton. Be proud of it. The Action Martial Arts Power Hour. I know you love that intro, Alan. That's yes, I like what Bruce yeah. said. Empty your head. Heads out there. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, so, yeah, you know, unfortunately, we again, we had uh, some technical difficulties, but that's okay. We're, we're, we're back now. So hopefully uh, we'll have, I think we have Alan Woodman coming on, right? Yes, we do. Okay. Don was just trying to call me on my private line, but uh, I couldn't pick it up, of course. Yeah, so we'll have yeah, we'll have Don uh, Don the Dragon Wilson on the show, uh, but we can we can uh, revisit what we were talking about. Uh, we were talking about PhDs and martial arts and how people think it's okay to uh, draw up a piece of paper and uh, take a picture of themselves and uh, think they have the authority to designate someone as. A, uh, a a doctor or uh, put the PhD at the end of their name. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And going back to what I said before, I spoke to Frank Dukes the other day, and he kind of listened to what I was saying, and he kind of started to be persuaded because he was he was trying to be persuaded the other end. And I said, Frank, just ask a couple of questions. Can you get a job with your PhD? No. Can you take any of the credits that you're supposed to have on that PhD and transfer it for another degree? No. Is your name registered on any Ph.D. or doctoral list in this country? No, it's not. Well, then again, if you could prove one of those three things with me, then I'm wrong. Well, guess what? I'm not because I've done all my investigation. And all these guys, the guys that have these colleges, that literally have it registered under a business, but they're not an accredited college. So their business can give away, it's a fake degree, but they can give a college degree from the name of the business but not from a accredited college. So then we right. go again, guys. If that's important to be called a doctor, you got a real problem. Yeah, but if you want to become a doctor, why don't you go to you know go to medical school or become a psychiatrist or become a vet? <laughs> I, I, just, I just spoke to a very nice girl the other day who's a, a psychologist. She's out of uh, Maryland, actually, and me and her, we're going to be doing, you know, she wants to come to the talk show also. And I want to bring up some of these things, and we're actually going to talk about the mental status of these people that are doing this, because she said to me, she can give me lists of reasons why these people do it. And she goes, there are really some deep-rooted situations there besides ego, because if they're proven wrong and keep on to argue the fact that they're a doctor or a PhD, there's something more deep-rooted there, and it has nothing to do with the ego at that point. 
but, but so how, can you even, but how, how can you even argue that point, Alan? You know, how can anyone argue that point? And if they, uh, how are they going to say, hey, I'm a doctor? Uh, yeah, how? What world? I mean, even even uh, in, in China, you're not a doctor. You go here, you're not a doctor. Where where are your credentials, your credentials from an accredited uh, uh, educational facility, a university, right. things of that and nature? Then, you, then I'll go you back to another stuff. thing I said that some of these people have. Uh, these doctor degrees are sent to them by Pakistan or other countries, and they actually think that they're coming from other countries that these degrees are legal. Now, in that country, they may get away with it because the laws are very light, but you know and I know there have been tons of medical schools even in Mexico. <coughs> and when people come here to this country, they still have to go back to the boards, the medical boards here, and be certified. Their degree yeah. means nothing until I mean, you're, you're certified here in the U.S., you're 1,000% correct, because I, I know of actual doctors from Russia, from other countries, that come here, and guess what? They're driving cabs because they can't yeah, practice yeah, here. They can't get a job. So, yeah, so, so how, how are you uh, professing that you are a doctor of XYZ? You're not a doctor of martial arts. My God, if you were a doctor, you'd be healing the world. You'd have that... That magic touch, touch somebody, boom, mm-hmm. you're healed. You know they don't have yeah. that. But at, well, Alan, we we actually uh, we have your co-host on on hold, so we're going to bring him on. Okay. Okay, Alan Woodman, you you with us? Uh, yes, sir. Steve Allen Goldberg, how you doing, brother? How are you? Glad, glad you're hanging hang in there for a minute. I, I like the way you your name, but you spell it wrong. That's okay though. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now I want you guys. You guys continue the show. You guys are hosting it. And I'm just going to follow the call. So yeah, you guys, Donnie Wilson is definitely trying to get in. So I'll see if you know you ever see an eight one eight number coming through. I'm pretty sure that he's on hold, so uh, okay. we can actually bring him on uh, whenever you want. Uh, anytime you're on, please bring him in. I don't want him to wait. Okay. Anyway, okay. Alan, how are you, hey. Mr. Woodman? How are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing good, sir. I'm doing good. I'm just uh, hanging in there, just uh, waiting for you know one of the special guests. Uh, Don the Dragon Wilson to come on. I haven't seen him in years, and I've chatted with him a little bit online uh, over the last year since I've been back, but uh, just haven't been able to catch up with him. So yeah, Don, Don's a, a great guy. Yeah, Don, Don and I became personal friends about 20 years ago, and uh, you know a lot of people say they're friends with people, but Don and I are actually personal friends. Um, okay. And Alan, I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Alan yep. and Alan. Oh, oh my God. It's yes, like a comedy show. <laughs> Alan and Alan. Uh, we have Don, we, we have Don the Dragon Wilson, the legend, the man, the myth, coming on the show. So welcome him. Donnie. Hey, how's everybody doing? Uh, how's it going? Good. Good. How you feeling? I'm great. I feel great. See you at the Dragon. Uh, good. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah, sorry you couldn't get through before. It's, we had, we had some problems on the line here. Well, Don, we really don't want to get too much into what we're talking about, the titles and stuff, but I know we did talk, and you realize that, like you said to me, this is, you know, you know where you stand with this stuff. It's really not legitimate and all. But guys are using these titles and also using, as we spoke about just today, we actually, the folks are listening, we had to cut our conversation because we almost did a whole radio show today, me and Don, just between ourselves. (laughs) And we were talking about the MMA and the fighters and stuff like that. And some of these guys are going in, they're fighting one, two fights, and they're getting world championship belts. Going back to the same thing, it's a, almost like saying I'm a doctor, but here they are world champions of what? So, Don, you want to add in a little on that? Yeah, because here's what's happening. There is no real world champion in MMA, never has been. 
And if they do not change the way they, the sport is, there never will be a real world champion. What they have is the UFC champion, mm-hmm. the, the um, King of the Cage champion, the whatever the name of the event is. You yeah, can have a event for that. You can give a title. You can give a title, and but the only way to have a world championship <laughs> in a sport is to have international competitions with usually thousands and thousands of competitors who, at a certain point, they're good enough to be what they call world-rated in the top ten. And then those top ten guys are the only ones that get a shot at the title. And when you get the title, you must defend it, according to the organization, against the top contenders of the world. Now, when you can hold a title like like that for, let's say, five years, Six years. John, that's how, every, that's how every other international sport does it. Uh, well, yeah, that, well, then you've accomplished something when you can hold a world title in an international sport with, you know, hundreds of thousands of competitors that only the top ten are in, in, in position to try for the title, and you must defend it against them. Then you're a true yeah. champion. What we have, though, is just individual events and the champions of their events. There's no contenders. There's no international competitions to get in it. I believe there's only, at any one time, 100 competitors in the UFC. They've got them by contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you're not really but, a world champion. You're just a champion of a... Yeah, you're a, an a event show. champion. You're an yes, event champion. Yes, champion. They, have, they have several karate tournaments that have these, you know, world 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 champion or national champion or USA champion. And those are really just the events. That's the name of the event. Uh, you know, it yeah. doesn't actually make you the USA champion or no. <laughs> North American champion. That's the, the simply the name of the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, let's, we, we could have a championship right now. We can say that Allen's radio show world champion. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you'd have to You'd have to make sure that you announce my title as, you know, Dr. Woodman before I go into the ring. You understand that? Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know, the, 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 the sad, thing about, sad thing about all the masters and grandmasters and doctors and PhDs that are getting thrown around is the more of anything, and this is just a truism, the more of anything, the less value it has. Thank For you. example, if there are 10 million diamonds the size of, uh, let's say, a marble, they would not worth that much because if there's only 25 yeah. of them on the planet, they're very valuable. So when you have all these people calling themselves doctors and doctors and, and great grandmasters, and it just dilutes the meaning and the value of whatever it is you're talking about. Hey, Don, if I can ask, this is Alan Woodman. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I, I just wanted to ask you a question. We, we had this we had a similar conversation way back. I don't know if you remember the Masters in Action Convention down to San Diego, uh, and we had that thing down there. Um, we had a similar conversation about, you know, people using that title Master and Grandmaster way back then. About, you know, during my lifetime, it's my 40th year in martial arts this year, but in my lifetime, growing up doing martial arts, I could honestly only remember like being ever even introduced to one grandmaster of any style in my entire, you know, <laughs> in my entire like, you know, 20, 30 years I, I uh, think, of martial I arts. Think you know? I've, met, I've met maybe one, really, that I know of. I, I think uh, Daniel K. Pye was the grandmaster of my style. Now, it depends 
on your definition of the term. Now, what I understand it to mean and what it used to mean, old school, was you are the, the leading um, proponent of a style which is international and which has, you know, still the test of time. In other words, your your style has all, you don't have two schools and it's lasted for, you know, five years. Right. 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 I think people honestly forget, in all honesty, I, I, I think people forget just the value of just being a sensei, just being a teacher. Thank you. They yep. really do. Yep. yep. And as I said, I, if you look at my post, and always say, what happened to the sensei and seafood titles? What are all the titles? Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the other titles, the Kiyoshi sensei. That's fine. It's still respectable enough. But when you start taking titles that are not in the martial art world and throwing it in, then we have a problem. You know, I well, had one guy told me he had eight PhDs. It's physically impossible yeah, to have that for this that guy. Uh, I don't know what these the, – I'm the doctor of yeah. martial arts. I, I, I don't you know. The titles are really as good as whoever grants them. So you go yeah. to the source and you say just – the, the basic question for anybody who says, yes, I'm Dr. Phillips, I'm Dr. So, I, I, you would just say, uh, where did you get your degree? Just mm-hmm. as a curiosity, because anybody, if you, you ask me, you said, well, you're a world champion. Well, uh, what sanctioning body? Well, I would say the WKA, and I'd say KICK, mm-hmm. and IFKA. In other words, I would immediately respond with an answer. But if you ask these people, well, where did you get your degree? If they don't immediately respond, then obviously there's something uh, not respected in their yeah, but you know, you know the problem. You know the problem, Don, is there's, there's been such a con job given out in this country is that guys who again, like you say, have, have two schools in a basement of a church and make an organization together, and they're the ones giving these doctor degrees out, and they, and they claim themselves the International School of College of Martial Arts, uh, Oriental Studies, and stuff like that, and it looks so real and sounds so real. The average person looks at it and goes, "Well, this looks real." And, oh wow, it must be you know legitimate. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the average person then is uh, it's they have to do the due diligence to investigate yeah. uh, someone before. Like if you're going to sign your kids up to be taught by the uh, doctor so and so, the great grandmaster of some style. Well, if you just sign them up, you know you 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 uh, don't know what kind of um, expertise the person really has. And right. you know. It, yeah. I'm kind of a Ron Paul guy when it comes to the individual. I think it all falls down to us. We've got to investigate people ourselves and don't That's give them the respect because they have in front of their name a, a D and an R, doctor, PhD, whatever. Yeah. You know, you, you check them out depending on how vulnerable you're going to put yourself to them. Uh, for example, I would continue that. A guy walks up to you, Alan. A guy walks I up because, con- Alan, I, w- I want to borrow $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you'd check him out before you gave it to him, right? No kidding. Yeah. Well, if a guy hey, says, Alan, I want to teach your son martial arts. Well, you know what, Alan? You better check him out. That's right. Hey, Don, I think that actually goes all the way back to not just the doctor titles, but the master titles and the, 
the you know the people who are you know eight nine tenth degree black belts or you know you really have to verify any school that you go to you yeah. know who is their instructor and it's pretty easy nowadays with the internet and the access to you know technology. Well, the internet is the best thing that ever happened to the film business. The internet mm-hmm. is changing because in the film business a guy can walk up to you, you meet him in a bar, and he says, oh yeah, I'm a producer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, how, what do you know? Your first attitude in a bar, you meet a guy who says he's a producer, you can't say, oh, you liar or whatever, you know, because let me tell you something, you might meet a producer in a bar. So you, <laughs> when you come back, that's where they you know come back to you come back to your room, you go into the Internet Movie Database, IMDB. You can IMDb. check out every director, okay. every writer, every actor. They're all on it. There's not a single working person in entertainment that's not in that Internet Movie Database. So now, yeah, you, all the, well, not all the BS, but a lot of the BS of Hollywood is now gone. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, Don, you, you say that. I had looked up myself, and I've done a few little, you know, flicks over the years. Things that I didn't even knew that anyone was registered, and I found myself in five different movies that I was in. So yeah. I'm there, you know. And I yeah, mean, I'm not a movie a star, service. you know. So it's a great well, service. Do we have any other coming in? I had an actual student actually tell me that I was on IMDb. I had no idea. I was like, "What's IMDb?" <laughs> I had to look up what that was. If you've ever been on a movie or TV, that's what they feel. It's any, any kind of filmed entertainment. Yeah. Well, that's well, you know, you know, like the technology is great, and it's easy to verify people's claims nowadays. You know, it really yeah. is. If people say, well, I'm, you know, the 35th student of of the, you know, creator of the earth or whatever, you know, you can always, there's, there's got to be some technology out there that has that information down someplace, so. Yeah, well, I, I, can, I can tell you a fact. I know my friend Don does 29 movies, and I know my friend Don has also been in the ring most of his life fighting. So we're never going to argue about Don's background, but most of these other guys out there can't prove that. So, Oh, yeah, true. Hey, Don, are you, what, what projects are you working on right now, bro? Well, um, I, you know, my brother and I have got a new uh, clothing line we're starting, and uh, we're starting it. It's going to be for mainstream people, but... Uh, it's called Traditions, and that's Traditions with a Z. And we started mm-hmm. off with T-shirts because T-shirts are a big selling item right now. And, and that's really uh, what, what the new thing in my life is uh, the clothing company Traditions. But um, the latest movie I did was uh, White Tiger. We shot that in uh, Thailand, January and February of this year. Uh, Cindy Rothrock, uh, Matt Mullins, uh, and Joe Lewis and I shot a movie called uh, White Tiger. Now, what, yeah, what's going on with that? That TV show you were doing also with uh, Lou Ferrigno. Well, it's, it's, it's the first time I've ever done anything with TV. But, uh, you know, Chuck Norris definitely showed us that uh, you can be a martial art action guy and, and be successful on television because he had an eight-year run on CBS, <laughs> the number one show on Saturday night for eight years. So right. uh, I got asked to um, be a part of this uh, uh, cast, and it, it's a superhero show, science fiction, and uh, Aaron Pope and Jim Sorelli are the producers and the director. And uh, it's my first time with TV. I'm pretty excited about it. It's uh, Lou Ferrigno, um, Michael Dorn from Star Trek, uh, Ed mm-hmm. Asner, and Peter wow. Wilson from uh, Femme Nikita, and myself. They've all, the other cast members have had successful series. So I'm, I'm kind yeah. of a weak, weak link, uh, <laughs> Alan. Do you, do you get to carry a ray gun? 
Well, uh, you know what? I got they, uh, all kinds of weapons. But they had, the first thing I, I, they had me doing was they, for 12 hours, I was up on wires flying around a studio. And I believe it was a studio they, they shot Star Trek with because it was, I mean, it's huge. It's the size of a football field. And you go up on these wires 100 feet up in the air, you know, not like 100, maybe it's 50. But um, it's all hell, uh, mechanical. There's people wow. down on the bottom, and the camera is actually on a railroad track. And it's moving yeah, yeah. around. Yeah, it's moving. Everything is done by um, uh, computers and, and guys holding these handheld devices. So, you know, if you push the wrong button, maybe I'm, I'm going to drop like 100 feet. I don't know. It's a little scary. Mm. <laughs> Listen, new experiences, Don. You, you're still getting younger, right? You're not getting older. Uh, well, I'm 58. 58 years young. Is that is that old? Nah, you listen. I, we were together. We were together a couple of weeks ago. You look good. You still have it. Be, I'm gonna be there soon enough. Yeah, man. It's all. It's all mental. It's all mental. We Alan, can't tell ourselves that all though, but it's all mental. So, Alan, when you think about it, for 28 years, what my career, my profession was, was to knock people out, and they were trying to knock me out. And I fought <laughs> some of the best guys: Maurice Smith, James Waring, Oakley Edwards. I mean, big heavyweights, right down to middleweights. Uh, I'm lucky to be able to remember my dialogue. I'm, I'm happy for what I got. <laughs> Do you remember your name, though? That's the important part. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people sometimes, as you hear that, Alan, at the uh, Hall of Fame, they say, Donald, you're going to do a demonstration. And I, I said, watch me sign my name. That's my demonstration. <laughs> there you go. Well, talking about, the, talking about the event this year, I know you, you, it was your first time you missed the event last year. You're doing one, Tiger. Uh, but this year's yeah. event, we're working on it. looks great. I know you'll be back and. Yeah, you're oh, yeah. Like one of my good luck charms. You're always with me there. I even remember one year that you actually were in Venton, California. You flew out oh, yeah. to eat for the dinner. You had the dinner, and the next day you flew out. I didn't sleep for two days because I went to that event. I took a red eye out that night to get to your place the next day. Right, and yeah, I think I think you were in New, you were in New, uh, excuse me, New Jersey all about 18 hours before you went back home again. But, so, but uh, I tell you what, it was worth every minute. Anybody listening to this program? You're um, you're hurting yourself if you don't come to that event. It is the premier event in the world, and you know me, I travel all over, Alan. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's a great event, Alan. It really is. Well, we're working on it. We got a, we have a new celebrity. You know, besides all my old timers showing up again, which I always appreciate, we have uh, Kevin Sorbo coming in this year, and yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited. Guy. Yeah, very nice guy. We've been in contact, and he's very, he's actually very excited about coming to the event. He's like thrilled about it. So he's done okay, some martial okay. arts and sword play, you know, and he says, listen, you know, I'm not really the, in the martial arts category of guys like such as Don Wilson and, you know, Bill Wilson and these guys, but he says, I am a martial artist. I says, listen, our event is more of a family-oriented event anyway. Everyone comes as part of the family. It's not my event anymore. It's everyone that comes event. So once you come in, you'll love it. I, I, I had Ray Mercer there last year and I had Jimmy Super. These guys actually call me up that make sure I don't forget about them because they want to be there again. <laughs> and I'm honored. I'm honored about that because that's what yeah. I try to produce is that an event for everybody wants to come to year after year just because it's a feel-good event. Forget yeah, about really the egos and the martial arts. It's a feel-good event, and that's what it is. You know what? Fact, it's yeah. a of, it's a, I call people my friends in the martial arts, and it's a bunch of friends in the martial arts. And for yeah. one weekend... It seems to me, anyway, of all the places I go, everybody puts their, leaves their ego at the front door. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And everybody comes in, and everybody is is on the same level, and we're just uh, there to celebrate the martial arts. Yeah, yeah. Just having a good time, that's it. 
And as I go ahead here, I, I have, uh, we have an MMA tournament going on this year. We have Bam Johnson has this new uh, circuit that he's doing. We just uh, finished or finalized that for this year. So we have some, you know, we have our regular tournament. We have that. We have over 90 vendables. We have the business end of it coming in. I have, um, you know, they've got 50 seminars by the world's best. And uh, I I can't ask for more just by the crowds that come in and want to be part of it. So the only thing we don't allow at my event is doctors and PhDs. <laughs> and I and I, I I I actually I actually have that on my paperwork. I swear to God, I said if you want to be called Doctor PhD, please do not send in this paperwork. So so far, no one has this year, but I've had it before already. Well, Alan, aren't there, there – now, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But aren't there some legitimate colleges in America that um, have a curriculum which includes uh, yes. a doctorate of the martial arts? Aren't there no, some schools there, that no, there, there there is, there's only one that's called Cambridge College out in Massachusetts does an associate degree in martial arts. That is the oh, okay. highest given. Uh, there are no other colleges in the United States <laughs> that have any courses other than that. Now, some courses do have a martial art course in it, but as a martial art degree, it's only an associate degree, nothing higher. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. I, and I've, I've done all my investigation. I've been on the phone. I've had paperwork and letters sent to me by the High Board of Education, the U.S. government, the whole nine yards. And they actually have... <laughs> excuse me. They actually have... I'm almost going to die today, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what it is, Dan? I got a call from when we were in the casino two weeks ago. Breathing that air in there, filtered air. Every time I go there, I always get these calls. But uh, they they have a Ph.D. program in writing, but there has never been anyone that has put the program intact in yet or used in any way. And actually, the course costs about $25,000. So if a martial artist wants to do that, it's a four-year course. God bless them, but no one has at this point, so it's never been put in, in, in implemented. Well, you know, Alan, you, you use the term $25,000. It, it sounds pretty high. But the reality is, I, I believe this number is, is pretty correct. Just to graduate a four-year degree, they're estimating it's close to $100,000. A four-year oh, yeah, degree, that's, that's right, yeah, 25 a year. That's I'm, right. I'm saying for your tuition, for your room and board, for you know uh, your mm-hmm. books, and it's 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 $100,000. Now to get the doctoral, that's three to four more years on top of the four yeah. years. Yeah. So really, right. to get a normal PhD, I, I'll guarantee you, it, it, it's it's over a hundred grand, hundred twenty-five, hundred fifty grand. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Don, but you can lend me the money. I'll that, go to school. If you want to pay that, you deserve it. You deserve it, doctor or whatever. <laughs> well, hey, you Don, know, I, I, say, I, I, I had a question for Don real quick. Go on now. Go on. Uh, hey, Don, I just want to know, um, I don't know if you're aware, I, I just published the, the new Marshall Dark directory, the Marshall directory. Yeah, I sent yeah, you a copy that. of it. I don't know if you know. You were actually listed in the book one of the top 100 uh, martial art instructors in North America, period, bar oh, well, none. Thank you. Um, thank you. I don't know if you got a copy of it yet. You should be getting it. So. I'm in there, too, uh, and he let me go in there also. Yeah, Al- oh, Alan. Yeah. See who Alan Goldberg's in there? Can you put my name in there? Rock. Yeah. yeah, Cynthia yeah, Rock, Rock uh, Jeffy Mata. Believe it or not, I, I, I've taken one of Alan's seminars. I, I went to it. I didn't actually physically participate, but I did go to watch, and – 
He is a teacher. I can vouch for him. If anybody out there just thinks he's a businessman or a promoter, you're wrong. He's a martial artist. Thank you, man. Glad you, you, you're my best commercial. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, Alan? I can be paid to do many things, but to talk about somebody's background like that, there's not enough money. If it's not real, I, I wouldn't say it. So uh, <laughs> you're the real deal, Mr. Goldberg. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, now, now I'm going to raise my class. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I have my little school here, and I've been doing it now over 25 years here, and I love what I do. So, you know, it's it's not about the money with me. Unfortunately, sometimes I say to myself, it should be, but, you know, when you're brought up a certain way, you just leave it that way. But uh, I do appreciate that. So, anyway, but, you know, I, I just... I just want to go back to the thing we're talking about. In, in anyone out there that's listening to this program or listening to the archives, I am not a crazy guy that's so bent on saying that. Well, I am crazy. You know that. But I'm not a crazy guy that goes and bent on things and say, well, this is the way, only way it is. If you can prove to me, prove to me that you have a doctor's degree in martial arts, not given by some business or not given by some guy in the backyard that had a, opened up a, a grandmaster. Yeah. Right. You show me accredited college, U.S. government, and I will send you over 25 different documents that I have saying everything that I'm saying is true. If you could prove me different, I will make a whole show just on that. And, and, and Alan, we have uh, Grandmaster Amen on, uh, coming on the show. He wants to chime in. Yes, sure. So, uh, Amen. Very Amen. Yeah, so Hello? Uh, you're you're with us on the Action Martial Arts Power Hour. Hey, hey, Don Wilson, how you doing, sir? Uh, nobody has punched me in the head all day, so it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your wife, I thought your wife did, though, Don. Great. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want to say hi to you. I got a, I got a, I have a short time. I got a class to teach, but I wanted to say hi to you, Don, and um, nice to hear from uh, Alan again and. And Alan Woodman, he's coming down to my event on October 13th. He's going to do a seminar. Yeah, and, um, and you know, as far as all these people with degrees, I mean, there's so many. There's so many people out there. I mean, there's more 10th degrees than there are white belts nowadays, you know. Every time you go to Facebook, you add somebody else. And, you know, what can we do, you know? Well, um, no, here's one thing we could do, not get too bent out of shape. <laughs> That's one thing we can do because it's not really that that much uh, is that important either way. What somebody calls themselves, it re- really, it, it, it's I, I don't believe anyway. I don't believe we need to, um, you know, overreact. Yeah. Yes, sir. And that's that's true. But you know what? I'm not into uh, slamming or uh, witch hunting anybody. I'm into uh, recognizing people who they really are and go with them. Yeah. I think by we spend so much energy and saying this person's a fake and this person's fake, we're going to get inside. Some are you're going to get in a legal battle, and it's not worth it. My my thing really is to recognize the real people and the people that didn't get recognized all well because they didn't have 40 or 50 years of martial arts, you know, to be if where we, they should if we be. We can devote most of our time to building up martial arts and martial artists. I think that's I think that's really the best way to go. Well, you, you know, I agree with you, everything you're saying here. The only problem that we have is when people try to push down your throat that there's these titles, doctors and PhDs and stuff, and 
the rest of the martial arts really world, and I have, again, I have proof of this. And again, maybe the audience doesn't realize, I have my own martial art magazine. I'm a legitimate magazine. I'm a publisher. And I have people send me these things all the time. Now, if I publish them, I'm also liable for their fraud as a publisher. Yeah. And this is where the problem starts. So as a, as a publisher, I always say, as Alan Goldberg, I just laugh in their face. But as a publisher, I do have to voice my opinion to the fact that I'm not going to get fined $1,000 because someone wants to be called the doctor of martial arts. Well, and I believe me, I get it all the time. Alan, I also believe if you give them a certificate with that on it, you've now given them your blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem that you actually have, you know, when you're doing that kind of, when you're going that kind of route. It's kind of yeah. self-perpetuating problem. Yeah, Alan, it's it's Lou. Um, we were talking earlier about Frank Dukes and how he kind of changed his tone. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. He's going to sue me. <laughs> Con- controversy on the Action Martial Arts Power Hour. Uh, but that's what it's all about. It's about discussion. <laughs> well, you know, we, we, that it is. We talk about, you know, I'm the type of guy, just like Don said, he came to one of my seminars and he saw I was a, I was a real martial artist. I don't go around bragging I'm A, a B, C, or D. I'm, I'm Alan Goldberg. Uh, I am a martial artist, but I don't say I'm the greatest martial artist in the world. Now, I always say, just prove it to me. Same thing as going back to these things with degrees and stuff. Prove to me that you are a real doctor, PhD, and I'll say, fine. But when you come to me as, as in, in the martial art world and... These titles are being thrown around. I have to say, hmm, I'd prove it again. So going yeah. back to the thing with Frank Dukes, I don't say bad, good, or indifferent, but if he is what he is, just like Don says, he proves it, and that's it. So, well, yeah. he can't yeah. prove it because the L.A. Times did an expose on him, and one of the things he was saying was, you know, he did these, uh, you know, very covert special forces kind of secretive military things when he was in the military. So the L.A. Times went to the Army, and they found out he was a supply clerk and never saw any action. And his mm. response was, well, that's my cover. <laughs> so a guy has got an answer for, for anything, you know, if you, if you um, push them, they'll have an answer. You know, they're, they're, you know what can you do with that? If, if it's, you know, he, he claims that he's knocked out all these people and he won all these events, but then he says, well, they're underground. They're secret events. Well, then how do, you, how do you counter that, you know? If you're a real fighter, you, you fight, it's, it's televised, there's associations, athletic <laughs> But, I mean, he's got this undefeated fight record, this great fight record, supposedly, known only to himself. You know, he doesn't, uh, <laughs> you know, he can't tell you where he got it. or the, You know, give me a list of the, the, the ten top guys you beat. Because I, I tell everybody, you're only as good as the fighters you beat. Yeah. And so, yeah. rather than say I've got a record of 2000 and 0, I'll just list a few of the guys I beat. If you recognize their names and you respect them as fighters, well, then that that's my street cred. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Some secret underground things you can't check up on them, right? Secret underground fights, uh, they don't <laughs> they don't list them in um, you know sports magazines or martial arts magazines or they're not sanctioned. Uh, so we can't we can't check up on Frank. We're just gonna I guess we'll all just take his word for his accomplishment. 
Well, you know, he's he's one of those people that put stories out there, and and good, bad, or indifferent, you know, people kind of, uh, you know, flock to that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know if everything he says is absolutely a fact, or if everything he says is just made up. I don't know either way. I have no proof either way. But I'm just saying if if he has this um, uh, tremendous underground fight record, um, he's the only one going around talking about it. All the other mm-hmm. underground people, obviously, other, the underground competitors, uh, they're obviously keeping to the code of not talking about it. Oh. <laughs> well, 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 Don, I think you can agree with one thing. This is Lou. You can agree with one thing. It made a good movie. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let me tell you something. That movie, Bloodsport, launched my career. As an actor, because I did Blood Fist, which is just a complete rip-off of it, low-budget rip-off of it. And that's part of my career. Bloodsport was great for me. I have no problem with anything Van Damme has ever done or Frank Deuce as movie makers. But let's just not confuse movie making and imaginary, you know, Situations, you know, uh, um, you know, movies are make believe, right? It's make believe. I've also heard they're going to redo Bloodsport. Well, they probably do a good job of it. You know what they should do is redo it, but do it in the future, make it like a sci-fi or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be cool. You, you, you've actually had a couple of uh, movies like that, haven't you? That the, the sci-fi genre uh, in the I future thing. You know what? I like the mixing of sci-fi and martial arts, and I'm not the first yeah. one to do it because George Lucas did it with Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that two-seater relationship. Yeah. You know, he had the master. You know, remember Yoda, the master, the, the <laughs> Jedi Knight for like some Yeah, that's a whole martial arts thing there, yeah. Yeah. And the Matrix, they throw more kicks in the Matrix than I do in my movies. There you go. <laughs> so sure sci-fi and martial arts is a good mix. Uh, Don, do you remember? Do you remember? I did a, a small part in a movie with uh, Billy Blanks back in the day. PC two thousand. You remember that one? I absolutely did. I think I, wasn't that made in Canada? Was that a Canadian movie yeah. or? You're Vancouver, yeah. <laughs> some yeah. of them shot yeah. in America. Some of them shot in Canada, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, listen, I gave I gave Billy Blanks his first start in movies. Yeah. this was his first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know there's plenty of other films ahead because martial arts is not dying down. It's only getting bigger and bigger. So the more oh, yeah, films that do come out, you know, I don't really think you, you, you may not like certain martial arts films or whatever else. Oh, yeah. A Van Damme yeah. comes out with a movie or something else. It brings another thousand kids into a martial arts school. So that's a very important thing to realize. Hey, can I have a moment real quick with uh, Don Wilson? Go right ahead. This guy, Master Amen, can I say something about Lever, about Frank Dukes? Uh, yes, yes. If you have any information, okay. Be good. I, I, I was very skeptical. You know, movies exaggerate everybody. I know that. And, and a lot of people make up things. I can't validate everything that happened in, in overseas. I do know that there was an underground, and, and I had to come across a lot. I've trained Navy SEALs for, since the 80s into uh, 2000. And I thought the same way as everybody else. I thought, Frank, is this a made man, made up movie? But there are a lot of my SEALs 
that came across and were trained by Frank. And not only trained, they've seen him overseas. So, I mean, I wouldn't say he has every world title, but I did believe that he did do some fighting, and he did train the SEALs. Simpson from SEAL Team 5 is one of those guys. And um, Adam Worthington is my backup. He was commander of all the SEAL Team 6. In fact, 6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. So, you know, I, I agree with you. There's a lot of exaggeration out there. You know, you can't, there's no videotapes. There's no, you can't document it like in the U.S. You can bring up all of it. But there is a, there is truth. Uh, Frank Hassel did train special forces. He did fight overseas. Maybe not won every world title or whatever. You know, I can't. Well, the, Army, the, Army says he did, the Army says he did not fight overseas. He was a supply clerk in, in at the San Diego area. But, um, you know, like if you believe Frank, then that's his cover. Then, then the, he, if there's actual people that fought with him, I'd rather believe the actual people than just some, you know, blanket statement from the the government. Uh, but anyway, that's good news because it, it, you know, I, I would hate to think that Frank just made up everything. Maybe, maybe everything Frank says is true. I, I don't know. Like I said, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah and I was like that, it. Don. I was really big. I was a total think that Frank is a fraud, all, like everybody else out there, like everybody claim and make what they are, but yes, being on a Navy base and had a contract for the SEALs and on Coronado, you know, I've came a lot of many SEALs, and you know, it's like a bear, that's where you and, and teaching SEALs, it's not about what belt you wear, it's what you know you know, and and um, and I grant it I, I think the movie really exaggerates, everybody exaggerates what they are, you know I really hate anybody putting anybody down. And, you know, granted, you know, here's my way. Amen, amen. I would do the old-fashioned, face me in a dojo if you're that good. You know, that's how I would do it. That's my old-fashioned way, you know. Well, you know? I, I've been involved in a few of those. That's real old school. <laughs> that's where we used to do it, though. We, we used to do it, though. I remember when you opened up a school, not there were knocks on the door, and other black men from other schools came there to try you out. Oh, yeah. I could tell you all. I could tell you all Chinatown days. I will put you on the ground, too. If you fight yes, sir. women's abroad, if you get somebody's respect, they leave you alone then. Then everything's cool. That's just what I had. When I high school in Los Angeles, my door was open to anybody that could come in, you know, jump in on the – they could welcome to come out on the mat any time. I, I was oh, yeah, never yeah, worried about it. Me. I, I had a couple of confrontations myself. Mm-hmm. I think we all did. I mean, I, I just recently had one myself, but uh, the gentleman's not my student, so let's just put it that way. In, in the fight in the boxing world, we call it the gym wars. You have gym wars. You know, you're not being played. There's no referee. The guys just come in to try you out. And, uh, you know, we had it in the martial arts, that's for sure. Not so much anymore. Now martial arts has opened up. It's like a family thing. You know, there's a bunch of kids around. It, it's not the atmosphere for guys to fight each other anymore. It, it's more, it's almost like a, a social activity. Hmm. I mean, you know, I like that health club. I, I would just like to see, what it is. I, I would just like to see to the point where martial arts get back to where it originally was. Get back and train. Stop with the story. Stop with 45 certificates from guys overseas. That means nothing. And just be a martial artist again. But unfortunately, we've gotten to this, this title crap and this, these certificates from every organization that means nothing. And we, we've portrayed ourselves as, as, as being frauds as everybody in the martial arts, unfortunately. Because if I don't have 45 certificates, I look like I'm a fraud. Well, yeah. look, don't come out this is 
Whistling uh, down of martial arts is, is is very common in many things. Yeah. Um, are we losing Don here? I don't, but we have uh, uh, Alan and Alan.
and with the integrity that we have all believed in, the discipline, the fight, but the courtesy yeah. and respect is utmost, and we know that. Thank you, sir. I Have a magnificent that. day, you all. Don, love you. Peace and blessings, you all. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Great guy. Great guy. Oh, we need more callers like that. My God. <laughs> yeah. Now he, let me tell you, we, we just met up. He's going to be on my cover also on a couple issues also. Uh, he's been also a pioneer in the martial arts many years. And that's what my whole thing is about, be able to put together. I put the pioneers and the white belts together. And oh. that type of, you know, group together, I mean, it just brings such harmony. And the egos and the titles, and the, keep it out. Get it, get it. That's like another part of my problem. We don't need that crap. Let's just be martial artists and enjoy each other. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not going to get it all the time. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm in this on the phone here. I'd love to have you come to the event, be see what we do. It, 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 there is nobody that says anything in negativity in my event because there's nothing negative done in my event. It's only done for the betterment of the martial arts. I, I've never seen anything other than uh, happy evil. That, that's what I see. Mm-hmm. You want well, to see a bunch of happy martial arts? If I can give you a little story, I have to tell you, actually, last year was my first year at the event. I, you know, as a lot of people know, I've been living over in Japan for the last, you know, 14 years or so. I, I didn't get the opportunity to come back and, and do the show, but uh, at, at, Alan's, uh, at Alan's kind of, Nice invitation. I came to the show last year. Uh, I thought it went. Fan- I thought it was fantastic. Met lots of old friends. Got to meet lots of new friends. Uh, it's it's just it really is. I I, I to be honest to say it's it's the best martial arts uh, show period in the United States. Uh, I'd say right. in the world. I think it's fantastic. Well, I tell people if you've been to some of these banquets, I could say there's not one banquet martial art banquet that even has. Um, I'll say a quarter. No, I would say a third of what we have in the amount of people that show up. And I hope, listen, I hope I can do it again this year. It's just a matter of, you know, the economy and everything else. I'm keeping my fingers crossed, of course. But, you know, right now we have over about 17 countries signed the board already. I want everyone to come down and be part of it, whether you you think you deserve to be there or not. You still deserve to be there and meet the people that do deserve to be there. Be part of it. Come down as a white belt, a yellow belt, whatever you are. Meet all the great guys because unfortunately, we had just lost Joe Lewis, very dear friend of mine, and it was a great loss. But my event brought a lot of people into the, the presence of Joe Lewis, which might have never have met him before. And people thanked me to this day for that. They were able to meet Joe and actually hang out with Joe. So you know, we were all pretty fortunate. We had Joe around for those you know those years at my event and being part of it. So come on down uh-huh. and be part of what we do. Well, on that note, I want to play a little something. Uh, the intro that we played for the Joe Lewis tribute, Alan. Alan and Alan. So just yeah. hang tough. Let's listen to this. Our story tonight is about a character, a rather famous name character, in Joe Lewis. No, it's not the Joe Lewis that we know, the bronze bomber. This Joe Lewis is from Los Angeles, California. He's arrogant. He idolizes Muhammad Ali. He can kill a man with one blow. He's really a rebel in every sense of the word. All the fighters that ever set foot on this planet. I'm the only world champion, USA national champion. I'm a two-time national college champion. I was never beating college. The action martial arts is power. Okay, just wanted to play that little tribute. Hope you guys don't mind. Yeah, it's, just, no, it's, it's, an awesome, it's an awesome, awesome thing to hear Joe's voice. 
You know, it's funny too. The other day, Bill Wallace had called me. We just he was talking about some people. You know, what funny about my event, which I have all our celebrities and people. And we have thirty celebrities or so come to my event every year. I'm the only event that these celebrities recommend people to come to my event. Because, so you know, Joe, Joe Lewis one year bought five tables of people because he believed in the event so much. So when guys like Bill Wallace and Don, any of these people call me, I'm honored because they think that much of my event to want to bring people to my event. And Bill Wallace yeah. called me to give me somebody that he wanted to come to my event this year. And the first thing he said in mind, he said, how you doing, Bill? He goes, still trying to get over Joe. So I don't think that's going to yeah. leave and i, I got to do something special this year. I don't know what yet. Uh, work on it, and uh, uh, we'll do something, though. We, you know, we have to remember one of the greatest guys, let alone forget about the martial arts, one of the greatest guys. When you became a friend with Joe, you knew he was your friend. So. I think even Don Wilson can, can say for a fact that without Joe Lewis, uh, you know, his own sport would, wouldn't be where it was for him to do what he did. You know, no, he, he was a pioneer. He he had to knock down a lot of the doors uh, that I just walked right through. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have a debt of gratitude to Joe. But you know, I I got to spend a couple of weeks with him, getting to know. So you and you're on a movie set, you're in a foreign country, and you're you're together basically 24 hours a day for for a number of weeks. Um, and it was near the end of his life, so he kind of knew that there was writing on the wall and. And, you know, that he didn't have much time left. So I think he really showed his real character at that time. There was no, you know, we we all put on a different mask depending on what group of people we're in, right? Right. We're, we're different people to different people. You're different to your wife than you are to your best friend. You're different to your best friend than you are to a stranger. We're all different. But I think I saw the real Joe Lewis. And the real Joe Lewis is a, is a great, generous you know what? He should have been a comedian. Every chance he got, he was laughing and smiling and making fun of somebody or something and, and, and in a good way, though, in a positive way. And and we just had fun. I mean, we had fun fighting the traffic in Bangkok. We had fun shooting a movie. We had fun everything, you know. I, I have a video. <laughs> I got a video that I took. I took Joe Lewis out for his 60th birthday. and I went out with me. Joe and Oak Tree. Joe and I both got Oak Tree drunk while we filmed this. And let me tell you something. Joe Lewis was literally on his knees crying listening to, yeah. listening to Oak Tree. And I got, someday I got to just take that and give it to people to see that video. It was such a riot. So, uh, you know, some real good times with Joe other than just the martial art world. So, definitely. Yeah. He's already, he's, you know, people say, well, he'll be missed. He's not going to be missed. He was missed the moment he was gone. Yeah. Mm. Terrible, terrible thing. But listen, that's why, yeah, you know. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the uh, ebb and flow of life. Everybody who's ever breathed the breath of air, we we all end. I think uh, I, you, me, uh, uh, Alan, you, and the other Alan, yeah. both Alan and me, we'll be the only three people to live forever. But everybody else has to face death and end There you go. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners, but we'll be the only three. But uh, but it's just part of life, and we've got to accept it. Just like Joe seemed to me, he accepted it. Yeah, he did. Kind of towards the end, he knew what was going on, and we spoke actually two weeks before he was putting. He was towards his end, and uh, he said something to me which really, I, to this day, I still think about. It. He just he got on the phone, he's with Bill, 
And he got on the phone and he just said to me, Alan, I just want to thank you for everything you've ever done for me. And just to hear Joe Lewis say that was it was a total shock. Um, and you know, it was it was hard. It was a hard, you know, tearjerker, if you want to say. Um, he said it for a reason, Alan. He said it for a reason. He, it, you know, um, I'm not going to give you my goodbye right now, Alan. Okay, because I think I got a, a long time to go. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you do, my friend. I'm not going to thank you for everything, but you know, I appreciate it, but you're not going to get my big thank you just yet. Yeah, okay, my man. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that. Let's just put it that way. Okay, but but I think that's what Joe was doing. That's what he was doing. He he knew, and uh, that's just the kind of guy he was, though. Yeah, that's a shame. Well, that's why we, you know, it's something that he had that, you know, physical fitness had nothing to do about it. It was just an internal thing. But even Joe at his age, he was uh, 68 years old almost, and he was still in phenomenal shape until, you know, this really hit him and took him down. So, he was uh, a great, he was a great human being, and yeah. he could fight, and he could yep. fight. It's like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was the greatest, and he could box. Mm-hmm. The sum, the sum of what the sum of what Joe represented was not just his martial arts fighting abilities or his teaching abilities; it was uh, his humanity. Yeah, uh, he definitely was, and you know, something too. You know, people people hear Joe's name. Uh, unfortunately, it's up to us to keep that name alive. Of course, the new kids that are coming up in the martial art world don't know it. And uh, I think it's important that every school, we have to have a hero. Why not Joe Lewis? You know? Hey, guys, Listen, he's in the martial directory. I heard a guy who, who was talking and he said he went to a karate school or martial arts school and it said Bruce Lee's name, and the, the kids didn't know who he was. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it, 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 it happens, it happens, but we got to do our best to, uh, you know, keep the image of Joe Lewis and and his um, reputation and, you know, the, the public persona of Joe alive. Anyway, we were lucky enough to actually know him as a human being. The rest of the people will never do it. The, the younger generation, they'll never know him yeah. like we did. yeah. Yeah, uh, all they'll know is his, they'll just know his reputation and his his mark in the martial arts world. But uh, we actually knew him, and, and that we can't we cannot unfortunately for for everybody else we can't give that to anybody. No, yeah. but you know, I think you know it's something that we get to share with each other. That's kind of a, that's that's one of the cool things that uh, he gets to leave with us is he left yeah, that I, that impression on all of us individually. And if I can chime in on this, you know, I, I think that with the young, with the younger generation, you know, they're seeing UFC, they're seeing MMA, and I, I don't think a, I think that you have a lot of them that aren't understanding the the, the true, the true martial arts. That I mean, martial arts is the basis of, of MMA, and they're not being taught that. I, yeah, I don't. I think they're missing something. Bruce Lee um, said, "We're back in the '60s and the late '60s. He said, mix all the sports." Or, excuse me, all the uh, martial arts together. It's not just one martial arts or my style. He said, you have to study everything, which he did do. And the, he had the martial arts UFC-type gloves before they were invented. He invented them. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. right. And he didn't knock Sammo Hung out in Air of the Dragon. He submitted him in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was doing an MMA Fight mixed mixed martial arts is striking arts with the grappling. That's that's he was the doing mixing a split of it. Leg, and split leg arm it, bar form. That was what he was doing. Yeah, but I mean, mixing the arts is 
of course, logical. Bill Wallace was a wrestler before he was a martial artist. Joe Lewis was a wrestler. I was a wrestler before I was a kickboxer. We always knew that grappling was a part of it, but there was no sport in our generation where we could use grappling. Believe me, Bill Wallace would have been the best MMA guy that ever existed because you look at his body, his strength for 165 pounds was unbelievable. And yeah. his, his wrestling coach was Dan Gable. I don't know if you don't know wrestling, Dan Gable is still one of the premier Olympic wrestlers in the history of American wrestling competition. And that was mm. Bill Wallace's coach when he was a wrestler, really? Dan Gable. Yes. Wallace was a phenomenal wrestler, and he went to judo because grappling was his natural instinct. And the only reason he went to regular martial arts, you know, uh, traditional martial arts, was he hurt his knee doing judo. Mm. So he, did never, he, he had to quit the judo. And he went to, uh, I don't know what his first art was, but I know he um, went to some traditional Japanese style, I believe. But anyway, wow. he... Um, well, it might have been Kung Fu. Yeah, excuse me, uh, Taekwondo. Taek, but maybe, yeah, he was, uh, ta- he was ta- Tang Soo Do he was in. Uh, Tang Soo Do, okay, right, 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 because of the kicks. But the point is, we were all grapplers before we were ever doing the sport of kickboxing. Mm-hmm. All, all three of us, wrestlers, way before. Hey, I was doing it too here. We, we, we called it concrete wrestling here in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was on a wrestling concrete. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you know, um, it's, it's, it's all part of martial arts. I love the sport of the MMA, but, but it's still not a martial art. MMA is still a sport. And, yeah. and that, I think that's what kills me, too, because, I mean, I've come across people, and I ask them, well, what, what, what are you, you know, what are you doing? How are you training? They're, well, I'm, I'm going, I'm training MMA. What, what, so what are you training? Well, what's your martial arts background? I'm training MMA. You know, they just go mm-hmm. in there and, and three, four months, okay. and then they, they're, they're in a yep. cage fight, you know, so I don't well, get it. But let me let me explain something to you now. This there's no MMA guy that's going to argue with this. They got a position. If you get on the ground, you got you you're you're supposed to roll over on your back and put your opponent, put your opponent in between your legs. You're supposed to put him in your guard. Now they call that the guard. I call that suicide when you're doing a street fight. There you go. Right in between my legs. Right. You want him right there where your groin is? No. So. So that shows how far that sport is from self-defense. I mean, if oh, you've got eye gouging, groin, groin grabbing, you don't have a cup on the guy's going for your groin, and you can bite, then <laughs> if you can do that, just that, just just those three things, if you can go for the eyes and the groin and bite, there's not going to be any grappling. There's not going to be any submission. Hey, Don and Alan, actually, I have a, this, this will take you back a little bit. Do you remember the original UFC? Held by the sure Grizzlies, they were the first PC who brought it over here. Do you remember Al, how they Al, used Al to Davis. run? Yeah, do you remember how they used to run that event? They used everyone came in in these. They came in in traditional karate and jujitsu and judo uniforms, and they pitted arts against arts. It was kung fu against jujitsu, right. and judo against this. Right. I actually liked that format better than what it is turned ultimately into now. And I well, wish that they would kind of go back to that. 
Well, that was a spectacle. Now it's just a, a sport. Basically, it's just a popular Ooh. sport now. Uh, I think when when that when that came out, I think it was more of a curiosity too. Everyone yeah, wanted to see what yeah, it was a spectacle. There was no weight divisions, and and you know they they, they it, was, it was a good it was a way they could sell it without having mm-hmm. a real sport, you know, without having rules and regulations and that type of thing. But uh, you know, it's just like one of my very first full contact fight was fought with no weigh-ins, and it was fought on a concrete floor. My first kickboxing match. Now imagine really? if I had knocked somebody out; <laughs> they'd have been dead. Right. It was, but but that's it's our you know it, it, the the sport of MMA started with the UFC's original tournament idea, and then it's it's evolved into what it is now. Hey, Western boxing they they used to you know fight bare knuckle. Right. Yeah. Yep. And, and and if you dropped a guy, that was the end of that round. So you <laughs> you could have like thirty knockdowns. <laughs> Right, that's right. They would sometimes go into, you know, 100 rounds, depending on the the guy was still standing. Yeah, if he's down to one knee, that's the end of the round. Every time he gets the ground, he's in the round. I think in some parts of the U.K., they they still bare knuckle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we, we got a little soft here in the U.S.A., we're going to tell you. But, you know, the UFC and all these MMA groups have actually made – a sport of it, which has brought the dollars in, in a different way. Yeah, uh, is yeah, it good? Sure. It's good and yeah. it's bad, depending how you look at it, you know? Yeah, it's good and it's bad. It's good and it's bad. But, but you know what? Predominantly, it's good, my opinion. It, it's improving uh, martial arts. But, you know, I, I know right now we've got these guys learning the fight. They don't step into a school and bow. They haven't learned. The very first thing we teach a student is to bow, right? That's the respect. Sure. Right? Well, if, if they would just go back to some of the values, Bruce Lee believed in mixing the martial arts. He did not believe in taking the philosophy of the martial arts and throwing it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the student teacher, uh, he didn't teach, but he wasn't into just teaching people how to fight and rip each other's eyeballs out. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, you know, there's a reason why before you get to the level of a black belt, you have develop self-control, discipline, focused attention. I mean, you you learn many valuable life lessons as well as how to fight. But unfortunately, I think you you go to an MMA gym, you come in there, they just start to- teaching you how to choke guys and punch them, kick them. Yeah. You know, well, that, we're, we're, we're missing the, the, the traditional values of martial arts and just training people to become fighters. Well, that's where I, I feel there's a problem. You know, I, I have my school here in Brooklyn, and I have people walk in here and I tell them, if you're looking for all this other stuff, you want to fly, you want to jump, you want to do all the circus hacks, go somewhere else. You want to learn Kung Fu, I teach Kung Fu. And what I do find with a lot of these MMA schools, they get guys come in, they sign up, the next thing they're going to think they're going to be the next Dan Severin or Randy Couture, uh, they get into on the mat, they get into a semi, you know, uh, fight, they put them in a ring somewhere and they get their asses kicked. Then you wind up losing possibly a good student because he might have had what it took to be a good martial artist, but not a good MMA star. And mm. I, that's kind of what I look at now that we're losing a lot of people to this. I mean, I need a million people a year. Oh, no, I, I learned MMA. Uh, okay, well, you know, again, like uh, Lou said before, well, what what do you study though? MMA, but you're not studying a martial arts. I and think, I feel I we're losing a lot of guys. I think it all comes down to, regardless of what you're taking, I think more people need to be more involved with themselves on learning the history, the traditional values, what what it represents to them. It's not just, 
let's get on the floor and beat each other's head in, regardless of what art you do. You know, there has to be some real value and culture inherent to what you're doing, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's what we're right. That's what we're right. Yeah, that's a little people in martial arts to life tradition. Yeah, I'm sorry. Martial arts is more old school. school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been called old school because I do traditional martial arts. And you know something? I'm very proud of that. Um, And that's why I get a little crazy with all the crazy titles and everything else out there. (laughs) You know, let's get get back to basics, guys. Stop the titles. Stop the crap. Teach martial arts. I don't, who's better, who's not better than anyone else, but the real truth of the matter is if you're doing martial arts as a whole, you don't need all the other crap that goes along with it. Because guess what? Don the Dragon Wilson, myself, Alan Woodman, we don't need that stuff. Why would someone else need that stuff? I think it all all comes down to, like, having a solid foundation. Without that, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we, well, I think all of us, we teach a lot, we, we travel a lot, we teach a lot of seminars, and I think, I think whether it's Alan Goldberg or John the Dragon Wilson, myself, or, you know, I think we all go down to, like, let's go back to the basics of what we're training. I, I, I don't know, Alan, tell me if I'm wrong, but when you teach a seminar, when you have to do a seminar, and Don, same as you, do you not go back, let me teach you the basics of something first? <laughs> Because well, I, 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 I don't teach basics in a seminar. I don't teach yeah. any advanced stuff because I don't know me, these people. Me, and, uh, you know the truth of the matter is, and I, I've been in a couple of Don seminars too, and it's all about basics because the fancy stuff, you're, you're going to take beginners and bring them through that stuff and lose them. And then they're confused and not impressed with you at all because you kind of gave them stuff they couldn't do anyway. <laughs> right? So. And you don't want to hurt. And the thing is, is you've got to build their foundation. I think that's where some teachers get lost, where they feel like, you know, to keep students interested, I've got to show them all this really cool stuff, spin kicks and, and all this, you know, fancy, oh, I gotta, I'm going to twist them and turn them and then throw them. And, and it's like, uh, yeah, but you need to work on your really fundamental basics, your stances, your, your body placement, your positions, your basic punch. You know, it's just a basic front punch sometimes I think people – Still haven't gotten right, and you know they're they're higher up in the food chain than than most. So, uh, ironically, you know, I, I won't do a seminar myself unless I get at least two hours or three hours to do a seminar because I feel in a short amount of time you wind up losing people in any type of you know intelligent manner. Uh, even even the night that Don came to my seminar, I have a school out in California. Don came to. I mean, I put Don sat there three hours. I had it. We were we were sort of about to eat, but we wound up sitting for three hours doing the seminar with me. So it was it was all good anyway. But you know, if you don't have enough time to teach people, you kind of lose them also. And yeah. the quick fix doesn't work. It just doesn't work. No. Okay. Well, what I want to do, guys, if I can just play the, uh, I want to play your commercial, Alan, because I think we need to. <laughs> there you go. Audience, say it with me. Legendary. It's gonna be legendary. It's gonna be legendary. It's gonna be legendary. The ultimate martial arts business, Action Martial Arts Magazine Hall Ring. January 25th to 26th this year. Don't miss it. Bigger and better than ever. More stars, more people, bigger rooms. We're expanding everything. Friday night parties, seminars. So be there. 
need to call me, 718-856-8070, I'll tell you more. And we're back. There we hey, go. Hey, <laughs> hey Alan, uh, I'm going to have to take off, but I just want to say thanks for the opportunity to be on your show. Uh, I, I, I hope I can uh, I'll check it out later. But um, uh, Alan and Alan, it's, it's been <laughs> fun. You guys uh, have a good night, and I'll talk to you later, Alan. Let's, let's talk right, tomorrow about the uh, interview, right? All right, brother. We'll speak to you later. Okay, God bless. Man. Don, great right, talking to you. I'll see you at the uh, at the event next year, young man. I'll see you next year. Bye bye. Be good. Alrighty. All uh, right, Alan and Alan. We, you know, we had some technical difficulties, but uh, you know, I think that um, you know Don uh, was a champ, as he always yeah. is, and and everybody and you guys did uh, fantastic. I think that you know uh, this is the uh, discussion that we're gonna have you know, for a long time, because it's a never-ending story, PhD, doctors, and even with the MMA, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, you guys have more knowledge than most, right, I'm, I'm happy that people are actually listening and, and getting the message, finally. Alan. You know, it's funny, we, we, we had over 3,000 listeners last, last week, and it kind of blows my mind, because we just started the show, but just goes to show you, we got 3,000 listeners. The opportunity of people getting a chance to listen and be part of this. Well, say what you have to do. You know, you want to say and being part of this because the truth of the matter is, this is your time. If if you don't like something, cook. I, I, we don't get the negative calls in here for some reason. I don't know why, Alan. No, none of the negative people call in here. But you know, the phones are open. Call in. You want to argue with us? Yeah, I can argue with you. I've argued with the best of them before. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and well, I have to say something. I, 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 well, I think that one, I mean, one person that did call in, which, you know, shows if you say something and you, you're you going to back it up, you get on the phone, you get on the show, and you talk about it. Frank Dukes did that. Mm-hmm. He came on, and, and, I, and I give him all the respect for doing that. And he, he protected himself because he, he had to do that. Other people that do things or say things or profess things or, you know, no pun intended, profess, but the professor and the Ph.D. and all that crap, okay, they will put all this stuff on their wall, but they're not calling into this show, and I wonder why. Oh, I know why. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> but because, I, I, because... I mean, I welcome all these guys to call, to call on the show because, you know, we talk, we've been talking about it for the past three weeks, and honestly, all these, these people, and, I, and I'm going to say it, you're not saying it, Alan and Alan, you guys aren't saying it. I'm saying it, you have these clowns out there that are <laughs> professing that they're this and that. You know something? It's nonsense. If you have a basis to defend your, your honor, your name, come on the show. Do it. No, no one's, no one's going to crucify you, but you better prove that, uh, that what you have is legitimate. You know, you know what the real problem with that? I have to explain to you that. If, by legal rights, I cannot mention people's names on the air just like that. But if they call in and they mention their names and come up with an argument, I can make them look like the fools they are simply because they're trying to progress to be something they're not. So I don't want them to call in so I can say, all right, you've got 24 hours to prove to me what you have to say in you know, an email or a letter. Don't give me the, the crap that you think you are something or people around you express that you are that. 
It's all legitimate. It's all got to be put down on paper and said. People could say, oh, yes, the guy is what he says he is. But they don't have it, so they can't do it. You know, recently I saw someone, and it really pissed me off. Uh, a guy had a military certificate up on, online uh, that he was in the police department and military police and all this other stuff. And the guy's never out of the Boy Scouts, let alone being the military police. So here you go again, taking more you know proclamations from people, putting it up that people want to say, wow, this game must be for real, and that. Uh, do I but want to be the best part of the show? Is that you know if they have something to say, if they really want to be you know I'll just I'll use the word if they want to be a man, you know, call up, talk to us direct. You know, you think we're wrong? Tell us we're wrong. We're yes. through right here. Yeah, and the other funny thing, Alan, I, I don't want to insult anyone that way. The only guys that I want to insult are guys that keep thinking they are what they are without being what they are. And that's not insult anymore. That's just pure ridiculous talk. So uh-huh. those guys are not the ones calling, and, you know, that's their fault, their problem. You know, but we're, good enough for people calling it. But, um, Alan, you're doing, you're, you're doing this show. We're doing this whole thing uh, to provide a forum where we're allowing these people to come in and call. Nobody's holding mm-hmm. you back. There's a number. Call in. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll, 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 I'll bring you on the show, good, bad, or indifferent, because they, they're going to plead their case. Come on the show. Talk about yeah, it. That's it. Join, hey, join you know, the conversation. I, you know what I like about the show so far that, that I've heard is that, uh, is that, you know, anyone can call in and just talk about anything you can talk about. It's a great thing. That, that's, that's the way it should be. That's the way I was raised in martial arts. You know, talk to people, you know, incite debate. You know, communicate, share. It, it, that's what it's all about. And but one thing I'll say: if you're gonna, if anyone's gonna call, and if we're doing a tribute show, please do not call in and talk about yourself. We had that incident for, mm-hmm. for the Joe Lewis tribute, and I, I forget who the guy is, but you know, come on, you know, have a little class. Don't do that. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been, well, I've been waiting to say that for a couple of weeks now. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're definitely entitled. That's for sure. Yeah, but, you, uh, know. you know, again, we have an open forum. I, I'd like we're going to talk to some of the people this week and see what we're going to bring up for next week's show, uh, bring another celebrity on, talk about Hollywood, talk about martial arts, talk about MMA. Whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about. Uh, just don't call me late for dinner, that's all. That's all I care about. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. On that note, you know, Alan and Alan, uh, it's been great uh, doing a show with you guys again this week. And next week, you, it, you know, every, every week is going to get better and better and better. And uh, the bottom line is, you know, the both few, you know, I think we have to uh, really change the name of the show to Alan and Alan because I think that's going to be a cool deal. <laughs> well, yeah, now I've got to tell the audience the best thing. I have no idea what the frick I'm doing, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm but down, you know what? I'm down. Yeah, but we're, you know, we're providing uh, a service. We're providing a forum. People can call in and, you know, kind of take the whole martial arts community, you know, change. Kind of embrace it because not too many people have the credentials that you guys have and coming on the show and talking about it. The people that are calling aren't rinky-dink, you know, uh, guys. You're talking about legitimate champions, legitimate martial artists, respectful, and they're coming on here because of the people that are are co-hosting the show. So uh, that's what you guys bring to the table. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Yeah, and I think it's just going to get better and better. Uh, but on that note, you know, we're going to close out the show, and I hope to see uh, to get more callers in next week. Uh, we Again, we apologize for 
the uh, technical difficulties out of my control, out of everyone's control, but we we uh, we bounced back, which is pretty cool. Okay, on that note, we're gonna leave off, uh, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, God Thanks bless for everything, everybody. Alan. See you. Talk to you soon. So, uh, Louis, right. thank you very much again. You got it. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. If you try to remember, you will lose. Empty your mind. Be formed. Shaped. Like water. All the fighters that ever set foot on this planet. I'm the only world champion, United States national champion. I'm a two-time National Kata Champion. I was never beating Kata. Be proud of it. The Ash and Marshall Woods Power Hour.